about to fight? What you? I beat him. Everybody out there know I beat him. Everybody out there know I beat him. I controlled the fight. He was missing. I hit him clean more times. I beat him. You averaged eight punches. Less than eight punches was the most punches that you had in the round, and it seemed as though you couldn't get it close like, enough. It already sounded like it was against me. So I already, I already, I already ain't got a fair shake talking to you. But let me talk something. Let me let y'all know. I want to thank the whole hood who came out here. I love y'all. I did this for the hood. Y'all know I beat that boy. Y'all know I beat that boy. They trying to, what they trying to do is they trying to get that money again with Pacquiao and um, Floyd. But it's cool. I ain't worrying about it. I'm still that nigga, man. I'm on top Cincinnati. Stand up. West side. Two, five. You're three, three, and one in your last seven fights. What will you do next? Hey, I'm three, three, and one in my last seven, but I'll be seven, no against you. His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom, who was on track. Come on now. Hey, bro, you listening to the sports desk? The sports desk. You're listening to the sports show. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? That's the grease. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the sports desk, episode 177. It is your guy, your man's. One more time, Dedrick L. Hicks Jr., one half of your sportsologist. And remember, folks, acknowledge me. And this your man, Black. We are back in the building once again. The other half of your sportsologist is in the building. D, let's get into it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. We have an explosive docket here today. This docket is one of the shortest I've ever done, but the takes on this one are going to be really explosive. Black, how you doing today? Doing good, man. I'm doing swell, my guy. How are Absol- you doing? I'm doing pretty good myself. Now, I know what a lot of you people are tuning in to for, and rightfully so. Don't worry. We'll get into the Dallas Mavericks and Golden State. Warriors series in a few. Just sit tight, okay? But before we get into all that, Black, I'm tired, bro. I'm tired. I'm tired. I am tired of this conversation, okay? So, me and you about to get into it and give our takes and give our thoughts into this situation. Shout out to my dog, Kirk, man. My dog stopped me in the lunchroom today and said, bro, please, bro. Please read this man the riot act, bro. We we got to know what you and Black feel about this situation. So for all those who are wondering, man, that's right. We're getting ready to talk Nick Saban and his wildly, wildly irresponsible, lowball, uneducated, disgusting comments about NIL deals, Jimbo Fisher, Deion Sanders, Jackson State, Texas A&M. But you know before we get to rockin' black, <laughs> your boy set this thing off, let me get four minutes, dog.
Nicholas Saban. Nicholas Saban. Now here at the Sports Desk, my man, we talk your greatness. We hold your accolades and everything that you've done on the football field as a head football coach for the Alabama Crimson Tide. We hold it in high standards. I mean, basically, man, if we're not being biased, we might say Bobby Bobby Bowden is the greatest college football coach of all time. But when you look on that piece of paper, no stat sheets, and you Google and you Wikipedia, black, wouldn't you say that <laughs> how can you not give Nick Saban the ultimate nod in that regard? Fantastic recruiter, just built the machine at Alabama year in and year out. Tick, 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 woo, woo, tick, 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 woo, woo. Flawless years, year after year after year. Pooey, now that we've got that out of the way, that's not what this conversation is about. Nick Saban sits up. In front of the media. I don't know if this was SEC Media Day. I don't know if this was the Alabama Media Day. I don't know what this was. It was a podcast. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care what it was. You sit up here and just railroad the opportunity for the kids who pay your salary, who pay your mortgage, your vehicles, your boats, your your plane, everything that you obtain were on the legs and the feet of the athletes that you bring in year in and year out to the University of Alabama. Is that a fact? It's a fact. You get the best of the best because you can recruit. You bring them in to Tuscaloosa and what happens? Now you're a king amongst kings when you talk football. That's That's a fact. Merchandise-wise for the University of Alabama, billions through the roof. Hundreds of millions of dollars. And a kid who comes to get an education, yes. No one ever discredited the education factor with college athletics. Have you done that? Never. I've never done that either. I get the whole picture. Everybody that goes to college on a scholarship or a walk-on, they're not going to go to the NBA or the NFL. We know that. So these kids are taking what? Their degrees and get their education very, very seriously. Because guess what? They need something to fall back on when they play that final game at that university. Is that not correct, Black? Yes, it is, sir. Not discrediting education by any means. But there are certain kids when they're jits. Nick Saban picking on the phone in the 6th, 7th grade, giving them a call and you want to know why? Because he can put more money in the bank, he can win more titles. He can keep Alabama revenant, relevant. And most importantly, he can keep the stranglehold <laughs> on things. The NCAA, this has been coming. There have been massive groups and groups and groups of athletes who have come together to try to do something to get kids paid in college in a legal shape or form. <laughs> but before that, kids were getting paid illegally. And I'm pretty sure if we got the right guy to get on camera who didn't give a damn, they'd let you know that Nicholas Saban and his staff have dropped off a bag or two. Hmm. We know this to be true. We're not ignorant to this. The NCAA walks around like they're the good old boy. Goody two-shoes organization. We do every all poppycock. Now let's move on to your comments, Nick. 
Bruh, you sound like a total buffoon. You sit up here and you chastise and name Texas A&M. You didn't name USC. You didn't. No, you went to a rival in your conference. You went to a guy in Jimbo Fisher who has a good reputation to recruit and is doing very well all our number one class this year. Correct, Black? Yes, sir. Nick Sissel, he paid him off. He paid him off. They paid him off. This is this is crazy. This is wild. The, the, this is the NCAA needs to do something about this. Then you want to bring on lowly old prime and my Jackson State Tigers. <laughs> you want to bring them into the picture and say that Mr. Travis Hunter absolutely got a million dollars for Barstool to go there. What? For what, Nick? For what? I tell you why. Year by year, day by day, the diversity of the stranglehold that he's had is going to loosen kids, which they should, when a head coach or a top recruiter comes sit in a living room with a top recruit in this country, whether it is Alabama, USC, Florida State, BYU, Oklahoma, it does not matter. When you sit in front, you can pitch to me all you want about what that university will do for me. But if I'm a first rounder, second round NFL talent in waiting, what that paper look like, G? <laughs> Mom Dukes don't want to work in no more, my guy. My pops don't want them slaving no more, my guy. My little brothers and sisters, I want them taking care of them, not worrying about where they have to uh, find their next meal or what they have to do to keep their attention from being out there in the streets. I need all that if I'm going to come play for you. And you know what guys like Nick Saban are going to say? No problem. But you chastise and you ridicule and you try to black eye Jimbo. You try to shade and cast a, a shadow over Jackson State. Let's get on this recruit with HBCU schools. They are already struggling to climb from the abyss of relevancy when it comes to athletics. And it's kids like Travis Hunter who dropped the stigma of a big time university. And he went with the words that we all know to be true. Man, if you can who? And if you can play ball, they will find you. Mm -hmm. They will know who you are and they will get out to you as quickly as they can. There's no secrets when it comes to four star and five star. ESPN do a top 100 area. It don't matter where you go to school at. Look at Peyton Manning, our uh, nephew. He played with trash out there, man. Ain't nobody on the field like that at Newman High School. <laughs> Ain't nobody out there. But guess, guess what he is, though? A five-star. Okay. So guess what he getting? All the attention in the world. Mm -hmm. Oh, and I know he's Peyton Manning's nephew. I understand that, but no, 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 no. He goes to Newman. There's not talent at Newman. <laughs> not to disrespect y'all. If y'all watch sports, if y'all listen to the sports, it's all up. But y'all know what I'm saying. Nick Saban is wrong. He is. I lost respect for Nick Saban. I lost the way that I view him because he's told and showed his true colors. He's panicking. Because I guarantee you some of those very kids that's ending up at Texas A&M, guess what he wanted them at? Hmm. Alabama. Mm -hmm. Alabama. Nick, 
You're still going to have a great program. You're Nick Saban. Kids are going to want to come to the factory that you built. Because you know what that most likely guarantee if you're a four or five star? You're going to the league. You're going to compete and win ACC championships. You're going to compete and win national championship. Your college career, if you're in athletics, in the football department, is going to be stellar if you go to Alabama. But here's the thing. People like me who grew up in the hood, who grew up in the inner city, who don't really know what it's like to have a consistent quality of living as a jit. And if I'm blessed with a talent, you come sit in front of me with a paper like G. Black come from the same ways. What that paper like, G? What you, what you, what's, what we doing here? What kind of deal? So when I look on my TV for opening weekend for college football this year, and I see Caleb Williams. Yeah, you know who that is, right? Caleb Williams, new quarterback for USC, formerly Oklahoma, being sponsored by Beat by Dre and Apple Music. They done told us already, when you turn on your TV to open the weekend, it's going to be the first commercial that you see. We're going to run it down your throats. Crazy. <laughs> and oh, before I kick it to black, I'm not going to take too much more time here because I'm over my four minutes. The very first big time deal, NIL deal, it went to one of your kids. You know, still the Heisman is. winner. Still is, sir. The Heisman winner. He still is, sir. It went to one of your guys. <laughs> but you know it wasn't a problem, Black. It wasn't. You want to know why? Because <laughs> he was already signed, sealed, delivered, wearing that Alabama crimson, which doesn't look too good, by the way. Sorry, Alabama fans. So, Nick, stop belittling the programs like Jackson State. Because what you're doing is, is keeping your foot. You're keeping your foot. On the progress that guys like Deion Sanders and Eddie George are trying to make. That's what you're doing. Stop hating on Jimbo Fisher because he got the juice right now. Getting these kids to roll into Alabama. I don't care how much money Jimbo and Texas A&M had to give up. It does not matter. I will never, ever, ever be rooting so hard for an Alabama season to be trash. Shout out Bubba Dub. Because <laughs> I dislike this. And I'm not disliking the kids for it. It's you, Nick. You're the problem. Dabo Sweeney, you're the problem. Y'all sit up there with that foolishness in your mouths. But you reap the benefits of what these kids to do. All you traditionalists out there. All you old school, rock, chalk, Jayhawk, college football fans, shut up. Because if it was your child and you had to get up every single morning and toss trash for a living or every single morning you had to go and bust your back dealing with wood and working in the heat for 12 to 14 hours a day and your son was a five star offensive tackle and somebody sat in front of your living room and they said to you, we got 500K. Coach Samir right now want to sign your son to Skittles and want him to come play for the university of so-and-so. Okay. <laughs> That's what all y'all would say. Tim Tebow made the Florida Gators almost a billion dollars in merchandise. That's disgusting. How much of that money Tim Tebow got in his bank account? Hold on for your answer that. Plenty. Because <laughs> all you Tim Tebow worshipers, y'all will never look at that glass. Tim Tebow got a nice piece of change from the University of Florida. Don't let it fool you. 
Mr. Goody Two Shoes who you love in the door? He got him a couple of dollars and he should have. He should have. So all you traditionalists miss me. Every Saturday, you still gonna get your old butts up, sit in front of the TV, and root for your team. So what if the five-star quarterback who's gonna go number one in the NFL draft is making a million dollars? Well, guess what? If it's ACL tears, like Willis McGay he did in the Fiesta Bowl, guess what all y'all said? Man, we hope he recovers, man. Golly, golly. <laughs> but guess what Millis McGay he had to do? Scratch, claw, hmm. and crawl to get back to some point of relevance to salvage anything he could for his body to make money. But a college kid is not supposed to take that in consideration? Huh, Nick Saban, get a rattly check. Go do your homework. Go get educated. And last but not least, Nick, please shut your mouth. Like, what you got? <laughs> Bro, you said everything that needed to be said. But, man, like, this is the this is a case of wanting your cake and eating it, too. Absolutely. This is one of those cases where Nick Saban is considered king of kings, mm -hmm. the god of college football. Mm-hmm. You can say those things because that's what people. That's how people talk about Nick Saban. Of course, we do. <laughs> that's how we. That's how. That's how we discuss him. But at the same. At the same time, and we've talked about this before. And Diaz mentioned this on previous shows. The landscape of the NIL is going to change college football. Yes, sir. And you know what Nick is doing? Nick sits behind that big old desk when he gets those videos and those clips, and he's looking at these kids come in. He realizing, man, how can I get these kids? It's so much harder. Before, all Nick had to do was either walk into your school or walk into your home <laughs> mm -hmm. and just do like this. Flash but the now, as D just stated, what you got for me, bro? For sure. What you got for me? For sure. And people want to down that, but that's what it's about. Because like D just mentioned. When it's all said and done and all the money that you make on my back mm. and I go down, mm. what I'm going to have to show for it? None. You ain't going to shoot me a meal mm. to take care of my family if I go down. Mm -mm. You're going to be on to the next dude from my school, from my high school where you got me from. Who's next? Yeah. This is a case of the landscape changing and Nick Saban realizes it. Yeah. More than ever. Now, before all this happened, nothing was said about Jimbo Fisher, two straight number one classes when he were at we he was at Florida State back in the day. Not a word. Not a word was said. And those were good times for us. We seen it personally. Yeah. Chip. We got a ring out of it. Yep. But nothing was never said. But now that the landscape is different, oh. Uh-huh. Jimbo got more five stars than I got. Uh-huh. Oh, if quote unquote, and 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 you know what? For people to say they didn't pay kids, pay kids getting paid. They getting cash. They getting cash. So Jimbo with all the, I didn't be none, just shut up. We, we know, know that we up. know we know what's up, bro. Yeah. One thing we know about Texas A and M that's headed by the military. All your money. That's a military based academy, university type school. All your so money. it's plenty, plenty, plenty of money to go around. Big cash everywhere. That's the reason you left Florida State. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Correct. And for the kids, and not only just Texas A&M, Nick sees that it's going to be so much harder. And do you want to know something? I realized after listening to this, mm. 
We already seen the first steps of it. Mm-hmm. Nick Saban had to scratch and claw this season. Mm-hmm. It wasn't easy for him. No, it was not. Yes, Alabama was good. Yes, they were in league. Yes, they were. Yes. But tough. they couldn't get the job done. It was tough. You know why he couldn't get the job done this time? Because it's widespread now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to get worse and worse for Nick. Mm-hmm. You find Nick going to have to go into these homes now and be like, man, how much you want? I know the rings ain't doing it for you. They're catching dust, but I know they, I know they ain't doing it for you no more. So what you need? Yeah. Whatever you need, we got it. Yeah. That's, what it's, that's what college football is finna be. For the elite players. For the elite players. Yeah, no doubt. That's what it's about to be. No doubt. So for Nick to take his time and speak on Jimbo, and then you turn around oh. and speak on the great prime time. For what? A guy that you sit by and we see every day on commercials you mm-hmm. walk hand in hand with. Mm-hmm. A guy that you have phone conversations with. Dion just told us all of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you jump down his throat for getting a kid who didn't even want to go to your school. Didn't even want to holler at you. If it should have been anybody speaking on that situation, it should have been Mike Norvell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're speaking on a kid that didn't want anything to do with Alabama, but he just he chose to go a place where he can change the narrative of guys who look like us, D. Yeah. And a place that looks like us. Yeah. Fact. And you know what? I go to the two, I go to the 2023 class and I look down the list. Man, it's something here. Because you know what those top recruits and some of those elite players have? You know what school is on there or they're choosing between? A lot of them have Jackson State as one of their schools they're going to pick from. Mm-hmm. So this is not the end of it, Nick. Mm-mm. You might as well get ready to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Travis Hunter was just the first. How many more you think going to follow? They coming. <clears throat> they coming. <laughs> they coming. This is beneath Nick Saban. He is trash for this. Garbage. This is, a, this is a case of you're not going to be able to have the stranglehold on college football like you had for the last two decades. Yeah. You're not going to be able to have it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So everybody who pissed about what... uh. Pissed about what's going on, what Travis Hunter, this player going here and this doing that. Y'all shut your mouths. Please. Because you up. better get used to it because this is what college football has come to. And I love every second of it. I love Because you know, at the same time, these, still, these kids are getting paid. They're still going to go out and ball out every Saturday. Exactly. Exactly. Kids start getting paid last year. Did you see anybody tell off? A tip off? No. I I we had great games. You saw Bryce Young? Huh? You saw Bryce Young? <laughs> oh, okay. This is Nick Saban is definitely wrong for this D. He fell. He really, really needs to take a backseat. And if I'm Nick, I'm sitting back. I would, yeah, I would be calling Jimbo or calling Dion to apologize because you're wrong, bro. You sat up in front of that crowd on that live podcast, opened your damn mouth, and went too far. Yeah. You have to eat. Now you got to eat this. So don't come apologizing after you didn't ran your mouth, bro. Mm hmm. Flaw. Because it's conversations you know you're going to have to have and you don't want no parts of that. Flaw. I think that was more. Prime part Because Prime bought that business And he know He said he know now Prime said he know And then I don't know What it is with Nick And I could be wrong D Tell me if I'm wrong mm-hmm. It's something about He gotta have an upper hand On coaches that coach Underneath him Oh yeah Why Yeah 
Why don't you want to see anyone beneath you do well? Yeah, he want to be the sensei. <laughs> he want to be keep being sensei. Nick, this college football, you ain't going to have it forever. No. Things are going to change. We go through change at some point in, in this world. We go through change. All the and time. now it's college football's time. It's time, man. <laughs> People been waiting on this for a long time. Fact. You was Mr. NIL, NIL before it was NIL. Sure was. You sure was. How you get a kid to come from Pasadena to come to Bama? <laughs> I ain't from, I'm, I'm from Pasadena to Sunshine, the palm trees, the Beautiful. beach. When I'm going to go to old country behind Alabama for? I, I, I talk about it, Black. They don't want to talk about that. They don't want to talk about that, Black. I want to see no railroad tracks and some dirt roads. <laughs> they don't want to talk about that, Black. You being too real for them now. Hold back. Hold back, Black. Nick Saban. <laughs> Nick Saban And we love you here at the sports desk We oh, yeah. think you the GOAT oh, yeah. we, You the GOAT Yeah yeah no doubt But you need to take a pause my guy If you just so happen to hear this if you just I hope this. it crosses your desk And somebody say man check this out <laughs> These guys were speaking on you And it's damn good <laughs> Yes sir Yes sir <laughs> this just is the old good. This is just a case of things changing around Nick Saban, and he's getting uncomfortable. D. Yeah, facts, facts. So you know, I mean, what I said, Black. I think me and you were very, very clear on, on this whole situation. And I don't. And, and, and this could go even further and further. But we are gonna kill it here, man. Nick Saban was flat out wrong. He flaw for this. He needs to take an education on what reality is around him. Him and all the old school lovers of traditionalists. Just because you're getting older in the world doesn't mean the world has to stay as you first saw it. <laughs> it does not. It does not. The way you were raised is not the way your children are being raised. Mm -hmm. The things you watched on TV are not the things your children watch on TV. This is not your college football when you were in the sixth grade. When it was Notre Dame and Nebraska, one versus two. When it was wing T versus wing T. This is not what this is about. <laughs> this is about kids and their families knowing their worth. I always, me personally, I always thought to myself watching these high profile games. Wow. Look at the talent on this field. How many of these kids are taking home a paycheck after this game? None, but the head coaches are, the president is, all the chancellors and all these guys are, and thank God for the boosters. That's why they name, you know why they name them boosters? Because they boost. <laughs> Shout out to the real boosters all over the country who dropping off 50 racks. Yeah, I'm going to keep it real. Shout out to the Florida Gators who dropping off 39, 40,000 racks to Fred Taylor and he burnt them. <laughs> And they had the double background and said, Freddie T, how much more we gotta give ya? <laughs> Shout out to Cam Newton and his daddy. Huh. Shout out to Reggie Bush and his daddy. Shout out to the boosters. And y'all wanna keep that man for the high, from the Heisman ceremony because he got paid. Y'all some losers for that. <laughs> For sure, for sure. But it is what it is. That's so now you telling deal. me now we can sit up in the Heisman. We can sit up in the Heisman as millionaires now. Oh, Brett Young did last year. We can sit up in the Heisman as millionaires now. This is what it is. This is what it is, man. We need to get used to That's it. That's what it's going to be.
Nick Saban, you speaking on something and you see the change coming. Yeah. You just got to go with the flow yeah. and just up them bags a little bit more, my guy. I mean, you got it. <laughs> Nick, you got it. <laughs> you got it, Nick. Because I'm going to tell you this right now. I bet not let my son, when neither one of them grow up to be around here, a five-star anything. And you come walking up into my house, Nicholas. Mm. I'm going to tell you right now, bro. If you ain't got one million, bro, we can't talk. Don't let my son be five. Hey, and, hey. Anybody who out there, I got a seventh month old and a seven year old. If either one of them, <laughs> before you come out and holler at me, a Mrs. Hicks, the asking price right now is a meal. It's a meal. <laughs> Don't worry, we're going to have plenty of money to go around the family with all these boys. For sure. <laughs> So we just letting you know right now. Shout out to the NIL. Shout out to these kids getting paid. And one last time, shout out to the boosters. <laughs> shout out to the boosters. Nick, chill out, bro. Get caught up with the times. Educate yourself. Shut your mouth and learn something. Be a part of the solution. Don't be a part of the problem. And when you're done, call Dabo Sweeney. Uh, I almost called Dabo something live on camera, my boy. <laughs> call Dabo, man, and get Dabo in line. All right, man. Uh, whew. Needed that one, boy, because I've been holding that in yeah. for a few days. Yeah, a few days. For a few days, all right? That thing got spicy in the group, boy. For sure. <laughs> for sure, for sure. All right, said. So, I'm said. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Shout out said, by the way. Shout out said. All right, Black. You proposed a question, man. I'm really glad that you did that. Don't worry, we got to get into the NBA in just a few minutes here. But, Black, there seems to be some, 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 some misinformed people out here in the world on a simple question, Black. Me and you had a phone conversation about it, and I'm glad that you did because we've somewhat danced around this by just talking about, you know, particular players. Mm -hmm. But the question of the day is, what or who is a superstar in the NBA? Who is a superstar? What is a superstar in the NBA? Black, I'm going to start it off with you, man. You brought the conversation to me. Me and you talked about it. Like, where is the origins of this coming from with you about the whole superstar thing? I, I think for me, and as long as we've been watching basketball and as long as I've been watching basketball, you see a group of maybe a few, a few guys that have the potential of being superstars in the NBA. <clears throat> and the things that really stand up and stand up and speak loud to me is the impact on the game, um, your hardware, your your moments, and the moments you make in the biggest moments, and your longevity in this league, and the things that you do <clears throat> on on and off the court as well. I think that plays a little part in it as well. But more mm -hmm. than anything you want to see in the playoffs, let me tell you something about sports. Football, basketball, hockey, tennis, golf, in the biggest moments on the biggest stage, in the biggest tournaments or the or the finals or the NHL finals or the MLB World Series, you see greatness before your eyes. Yeah. You always see greatness. We seen we seen David Ortiz make a name for himself and became a, a box office. Big star in the MLB by what he did in October. Mm -hmm. We seen Serena Williams, what she did on the tennis court mm -hmm. 
and dominated everything. She's a superstar. We seen Usain Bolt when he's done at the Olympics. Never been beat. Never, never lost a race. You see superstar written all over him. Michael Phelps in the swimming pool. So superstardom for me. When it comes to the NBA, it's just something that you just can't give to everybody. Mm-hmm. And more than any sport, the NBA is the place where you can, you have the moments and you have what you call the setup to make yourself into a superstar. And we were able to be blessed to see some of those guys, a la, a la LeBron James, a la Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. a la Kobe Bryant, mm-hmm. a, a la... Uh, it's a few. I'm probably missing somebody. I'm Steph. missing a lot of Steph. Those guys like that that make names for us. And now it's not a lot. But it was conversations being had about guys that I think shouldn't be in that conversation just yet. Yeah. Yeah. Fact. And for me, it's what you do on the big stage. I understand what you are. I understand regular season basketball. I understand that's a part of it. I understand that. But when the lights are the brightest. That's what me and D and other people who's talking about basketball, that's what we're going to talk about. Those moments. We just seen it from Giannis last year on the biggest stage. Mm-hmm. Last year, Giannis became a superstar. Because mm-hmm. on the biggest stage, he delivered. Mm-hmm. So I think we need to not use that word loosely, D. Mm-hmm. And who we're giving superstardom to in the NBA. And then, and that's why I wanted me and you to discuss this because I just felt like, man, we can't just, we can't be doing this. That is, that word superstar is for a select few that are in the NBA and what they're doing now. Trey Young, not a superstar. John Morant, not a superstar. Jason Tatum, even though he's close, he's not a superstar. Devin Booker, <clears throat> not a superstar. There's a lot of guys, and we can go on and on and on. There's one name in particular who I haven't mentioned yet because I believe he is an anomaly to some of the things that Black has said, and that is Luka Doncic. Mm-hmm. The reason why Luka Doncic, to me, is considered a superstar on the basketball floor is the reason what he's done in the last two games Score 40 and 40. The reason what he did in the series before and scored 40, 40, 40. The reason when he first came into the league and showed us against the best two wing defenders of all time, that y'all tell it, Kawhi and PG, what did he do? He dropped 40 on them apiece. He's an unstoppable offensive movement that just can't be stopped. Now, he has not won anything in this league, but when you watch him, he's considered must-see. Mm-hmm. That's just my opinion. Some people feel like Luka Doncic is not worthy of superstar consideration yet. That's cool. That's cool. I'm not even going to argue nobody about that. But I'm just going off what my eyes see. Now, superstar. Black name the man. Kobe. Shaq. Jordan. Durant. LeBron. Dwayne Wade. Allen Iverson. Like these. Allen Iverson was so polarizing. Is what made him a superstar, but when he got on that flow, it was undeniable. He gave you everything he had. 
Stop telling me Devin Booker is a superstar. Stop, stop telling me that Trey Young is a superstar. Stop telling me that. Don't sit here and have a conversation with me and say John Morant is a superstar. The only player that I will have a conversation about that is on the cusp is Jason Tatum. He's the only one right now. These other guys, they got to put in some work to join Steph, to join Braun, to join Kevin Durant, to join Giannis Antetokounmpo. They got to do some work. In my opinion, there are only five superstars in this league. In my opinion, there's only five. I just named them. Braun, KD, Steph, I'm going to say Luka, and who's my other one? Steph, LeBron, KD, I said Luke and Giannis. It's only five of them. Mm -hmm. If I'm missing anybody, forgive me. But I don't think I am. And before Luka really put on the show that he's been putting on in this playoff, what he did in the Utah series, what he did versus Phoenix, and even though they're down 3-0 right now, he gave you 42 and 40. Other than that, you got guys on the cusp. Trey Young on the cusp. He could get get there. Ja Morant, he could get there. There's guys who can get there. Superstar should be a classified conversation. Yeah. It should be classified. Now, I would love to hear back from anybody who's listening to the show about what do you think about superstar? Who's a superstar? And and, and this... and this one person, man, and and shout out to shout out to Kurt again, man. We was talking, and I was like, man, I I would love to put this guy on the list because he ain't playing. You can see it. <clears throat> he ain't playing basketball no more. He playing chess now. Jimmy Butler. We see it. Jimmy Butler. Yeah, Miami. we do. We see it, and he's like one. Like they said, like Luca is a a superstar in his opinion. That's how I feel about. I feel that's what Jimmy is supposed to respect. be. Respect. I respect that. I feel like that's what he's supposed to be because you look at him in Miami. Don't get me wrong. Eric Sprocher is a great coach. Great he's coach. a great coach. But Jimmy Butler, and you see it from past teams he was with, they wish they still had a Jimmy Butler. That's the Sixers. <laughs> I ask them. They still wish they had a Jimmy Butler. Yeah. And then we see it from Jimmy. We seen Jimmy. Jimmy really opened people's eyes in the bubble about him. He did. Went crazy, and then this year, what he's doing as well went crazy. So, and and I and, and I and I was thinking about it like, man, Jim, I I want to put Jimmy in superstardom, but he just hadn't crossed that mountain yet. Yeah, but he's he's showed up in his moments. Like for me, Luca wouldn't be on mine just yet. Okay, because I feel like in moments like that, when you're going up against other superstars. When you're going up against other superstars, okay. we know you do what you're supposed to do. In we know what you're doing on the court. Okay, we know what you're supposed to be doing. We see it, but I just feel like you got to have that extra umph to right. put your team over the top. Even though you're going against another great team and a well-seasoned team, that's all it is. But at this, but superstardom, we have to start using it, using that word uh, with people who don't deserve it. D. I agree. That's been my argument, man. We cannot put guys in that in in that space. Like D say, it's it's five. It's no more than that. Yep. We may have a few different. Sure. But it's five. I have no. I have. I have five. D got five. I'm pretty sure whoever else loves basketball and watch basketball, they probably can only name you five superstar. And like D say, we want to hear y'all feedback on this. Mm-hmm. Y'all get into it. Let us know. Mm-hmm. 
because the word superstar doesn't need to be placed on every player that we've seen. Fact. <laughs> That's fact. That's fact. So yeah, we would love to hear from y'all. Y'all know us. Y'all can find us on Twitter, Instagram. Y'all know us personally. Hit the phone. I know some of y'all are boiling in your blood right now about my Luca take, but I'm just watching the games, bro. I'm just watching the games. I think guys like Paul George could be a superstar. I think Kawhi Leonard, when healthy, is a superstar. I think he is, done. but he's been gone. But he's been gone for almost two years or a year and a half. We Re- don't know. Regardless of the situation, he delivered Toronto a championship. No, no, he is. Back. He, yeah, he should be considered. That. Yeah, he should be considered but one. I'm talking about as a right now. As a yeah, of course, because yeah, he has played. Right he he played. played. We don't yeah. know. Yeah, we don't know. So there's guys out there for sure. <laughs> but we talking about guys who are actually dribbling the ball on our floor right now. Yeah. And I'm going to say it again. LeBron, KD, Steph Curry, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and in my opinion, Luka's number five on this list. Him and Jason Tatum, in my opinion, those those two guys are kind of the next to join that conversation. I'm going to just take Luka right now and put him in my five. And to be real with you, to be really real with you, if the list was only four, I'd be fine with that too. I'd be fine with that too. I'd be fine with that too. So y'all let us know, man. Let's go ahead and get into this thing. Hey, this is Deuce Lunch Sports, man. Come on, now. It's time once again. What did you do in camp? All right, all right, all right. The guys have been sitting up here for 41 minutes listening <laughs> to me in black. Buy a little time. But let's go ahead and get into it. Let's jump right into the NBA Conference Finals, which are full in full effect right now. Black, let's just go ahead and get into it. The Golden State Warriors got a suffocating three games to nothing lead over our pick, the Dallas Mavericks. In the Western Conference Finals, Black, let's just go ahead and jump right into the series. Um, let's just go back to, um, I think game one was not a surprise. You kind of feel like Golden State had been rested. They're the home team. Dallas had to fly from Phoenix. Get back to Dallas real quick. Head out to San Francisco. They win game one. Okay, cool. Game two, that was a problem. That was a problem. The Dallas Mavericks should have won that game. They did not an ultimate collapse. That was the only game in this series so far that the whole team was involved. Luka even had his 42, but everybody else did witty. Bronson, they were doing their thing. And then last night in game three, just nobody could come along with Luka. They had little spurts here in the second quarter, but they just couldn't come along as Luka drops another 40 piece. Now, I want to address something real quick. Brandon Rhodes. (laughs) Bruh. You, you're a Warriors fan, you're a Steph Curry fan and supporter, and that's cool, bro. And I know you aiming that top five at me. I know you are. That top five, top five, top five, come here, you done had a conversation with a brother, just come on the sports desk. Come on the sports desk and talk to me, (laughs) B-Rhodes. What's your homeboy from HV, man? That I talked to on the phone? Oh, uh, Tavares. My Tavares boy Tavares. Campbell. I saw my dog the other day in the you lunchroom. See the, oh, it's okay. all love. It's all, that's my dog. <laughs> all love. B-Rose, come on, you know me, bro. 
If you're shooting at me with the top five by stealth, come on on the show. I never said he wasn't top five, but that's for another conversation. Hey, I was wrong. This thing is over. <laughs> did I bite the hype train just a little bit? Sure, I did. But I think I had reasons to. The Dallas Mavericks as a team were playing beautifully. They were hitting threes. They were defending well. They sent the number one seed home packing. Superstar Luka Doncic was playing like a superstar. Hey! I just kept rolling with the juice. <laughs> and now the juice in the bottle has run off dry. Here's my issue. Mine is very, very quick. The Warriors have the experience. The Warriors know what it's like to be here. Mm-hmm. The Warriors collectively are playing as a team. Steph is able to front run because everyone's doing well. Ain't no pressure on Steph. Everybody's doing good. So he's able to drop his 30, his 31 easy. Now, you know what it would have been like now that thing tight now. <laughs> but we ain't here to talk about what if. Steph Curry's playing beautifully. And the X factor to this whole thing has been Andrew Wiggins. His athleticism is on display. Defensively, he is playing very, very well. And he's living up as the fifth option on Golden State due to him being the number one pick many years ago. Kudos to him. (laughs) Kudos to him for finally living up to his number one pick potential as being the fifth option on the Golden State Warriors. (laughs) Yeah, I said it. That's another conversation. But Wiggins, he's the X Factor. I think Jason Kidd is being outcoached. I think Steve Kerr and his staff just got things in place where Jason Kidd is not calling timely timeouts. He's not putting the right lineup on the floor. Brunson and Didwitty get involved here and there, but they're not sustaining Klebar. Dog, you can't hit nothing out there. And then my dog, who is it, Finney Smith? Who the, zero points in 40 minutes? Now, uh, that was... Uh... Bridget Buller. Bridget Buller. Call that Bubba Dub. Trash. <laughs> so, the Warriors got it cooking. They deserve this spot. Not hating. This is who they are. Championship pedigree. They got some youthful players coming along the ride. Jordan Poole, Andrew Wiggins, Steve Kerr, his coaching staff have got them right where they are. We'll see if they can close the deal on Thursday, on Wednesday night, and advance to their, what, fifth NBA Finals in eight years or something like that. I'm sure that they they will. This thing is over. I think Luka will go down swinging, but it just won't be enough. Will Luka them steal a game at home? Probably. I don't know. They go back to Golden State and shut this thing down? I don't know. But I just know this thing is over. I was wrong. Got fell in love. I didn't even take my own advice last week. I should have been watching what my eyes was telling me. But this Dallas Mavericks team, they not going nowhere. They'll be right back here. You just got to add a little more here. Add a little bit more piece. And now they have the experience in the conference finals. Jason Kidd has the experience of coaching in the conference finals. And we'll see what happens. Black, what's your take on the Warriors strangleholding this thing three games to nothing? Yeah, man. You know, we, you know, this is what we do here at the Sports Desk, man. We make our predictions of what we think, man. But then there's times that we're wrong. And um, Sometimes you go and you uh you ain't doing the right thing. You 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 picking with your heart. That's what we was doing. We picking with our heart and what we seen. We were like, man. And I picked the Suns and when the way they did the Suns, I was like, oh man, I gotta ride with Dallas Nine. 
But it's that's not always the case because you got to realize. And shout out to my boys at real. Shout out to Kurt. Shout out to Tavares. They try to tell me, man, that's a well oiled machine over there with the boys, which it is. It is. That's seasoned vets over there, man. They know what it's taking the moments, and that's that's sometimes that's what basketball is about. Yeah. No matter who you playing, if you playing somebody seasoned who didn't been there and who didn't done that. You you got a handful, especially with these light skinned brothers over here. Them beige boys. <laughs> so man, shout out to the Warriors, man, for reminding people you you got to realize something. And I know this was on bullet, bulletin board material in their locker room somewhere. If I could walk in now, I promise it'll hit me right in my face. People put dirt on their name and say they were done. Said they probably couldn't get back. After Clay and everything went on with him, yeah. Steph not in his moments, yeah. Draymond hurt all the time. Okay. No one thought they'll be able to get back to this moment, but they have arrived once again. Okay. And they're on their way to going to another NBA Finals. Okay. D, I hate to say it, man, they finna bring out the brooms on the mouse, bro. Okay, they very well might, yeah. They finna bring out the brooms, but shout out to them, man, for doing what they're supposed to do. Luca and the Luca and the Mavericks, they ain't going nowhere. No, they're no, not no, going nowhere. No, no, no. I fully expect them, Jason Kidd, and Jason Kidd being the coach that he is, I fully expect them to make the moves that they need uh, need to make. Mark Cuban, he's not here in a cheapskate. He know what it's gonna have to take. You know what he get, need to do to get in here. Mm-hmm. To get in here. So uh, I'm excited, man. Love to see what Steph and them doing. It just bring back a, a whole lot of memories. From when they was playing against Braun, watching them play, man, I, it it just Steph and Steph, Steph seemed like in this series he didn't he didn't cranked it up a notch. It's clicking this series. It's, it, he it's cranked clicking. it up a notch in this series, and to be able to see don't see him, man, shooting the ball the way he's shooting is very scary to watch. But shout out to them, man, for doing what they're doing so far. Hey, it's okay. We we wrong sometimes. Yeah, it's cool. You, you y'all are too. Hey, it's a sports <laughs> test. Yeah, yeah. They they wrong on first take, undisputed. We wrong too. You know what I'm saying? We be wrong too. So yeah, hey, we, we super wrong. Look, man, we were. <laughs> Super wrong about this one. We definitely was picking with our heart, man, and our, yeah, yeah, our yeah, brain. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. And, and I'll say this for the conversation about Steph Curry, and it's not going to change for me. It's not going to change for me. Top five player, absolutely. Greatest shooter we've ever seen, absolutely. Do I like Steph? Yeah, I like Moments. Steph a lot. I enjoy watching Steph play. But I'm going to say this, and I'm going to keep it where it's at. The moments. Yeah. When that thing tight. <laughs> when that I thing feel you. tight. I he, feel you. Ain't, he ain't showing us, bro. He hadn't. He hadn't. When this thing is clicking and it's a well-oiled machine, and no hate because what team, what what player don't want their team to be clicking? You right. So I'm not You're hating right. on that. This is what this is what it's supposed to be. It's it's beautiful to watch what the Warriors are doing. Because you don't want them tight moments. You don't exactly. <laughs> but guess what? When that thing get talking, <laughs> well, some somebody got to show they the realest in the room. Ooh, yeah. And Wardell ain't showed that. He ain't showed that. And he still has time because the NBA Finals are on display. And I'm going to tell you this here, no matter who they face, if it's the Heat or the Celtics, the Warriors going to have to go get that thing. Because that bloodbath that's happening over there in the Eastern Conference, let me tell you, man, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Now, will the Warriors win a championship? They probably will. They probably will, but we'll talk about that later. Hey, the Warriors are clicking at the right time. Poole, Wiggins, Draymond, happy for Clay. Ecstatic for Clay. Can't imagine the journey that he's been on to get back to a moment like this where they're on the cusp of clinching and getting back to the NBA Finals. I can't even imagine the elation that he is going to feel when they get this done. When they get this done. So the Warriors in cruise control. 
It's really up to them when they want to finish it. Will they take care of business in Dallas on Wednesday night? Or will they close out back at home on Friday night in Golden State? Kind of hold the mask, kind of stretch this out a little bit so we can have something to watch. <laughs> but I know it doesn't go like that. I don't want to see my pick get swept. So maybe if Luca and Brunson, them boys, can get in here and get something. They're getting swept, bro. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. We were wrong. All y'all out there, all them us. Yeah, we, we wrong. We wrong, we wrong, we wrong, and we'll see. So, shout out to the Golden State Warriors. They clicking at the right time. Everything is going well for them, and they're going to be a hard out in the NBA Finals. Whoever they face, whether it's the Celtics or it's the Miami Heat, it's going to be tough for any one of those teams to knock off the Golden State Warriors. That franchise should be elevated up there with the Chicago Bulls. That franchise should be elevated up there, in my opinion, with just not overall, but with the Lakers and, and just teams have that have a just dynamic front office they had a dynamic player pool the golden state warriors they don't get mentioned a lot in that echelon as an organization and they should be they should be you never see teams that come out of a run and then they go away come back yeah you don't you don't I, I was really thinking long and hard today. I really was because I knew I was going to do the show and I knew I was going to say something like this. When's the last team, just team, that we saw go away? What The Warriors ain't been to the finals in what, three, four years? They went in 19 was their last year. So three, so three years. No, yeah. three years. Three years. Yeah. Three, three years. Three years removed, yeah. That's still a long time. That is. Their key players are getting older. Clay yep. has gotten injured. But they drafted well, man. They did. They brought in key pieces well. Mm-hmm. That trade for Andrew Wing is, is looking like it's paying massive dividends. Yep. Especially defensively. They did it. Yeah. They yeah. did a great job getting themselves in place to get back to this moment. To the NBA Finals for a chance to win a championship. Now, I'm going to say this and we're going to move on to the next series. Boy, Steph get full. If Steph get full, I just, boy, I'm just going to hate to have to just shut people down about the conversation that they're gonna want to have. He can't. You can't have the conversation because he ain't got no final MVPs with Ooh, them folks. See, black, I ain't want to go there. Well, they got to be said. Go. So we gonna shut it down right now. Okay. We gonna shut it down right now. Okay. So whoever got something to say, y'all, you know where to hit me at. Uh, you know where I work at. Uh, so who got something to say about the Warriors? Uh, Steph having four. Uh, yeah, he can have four, but where that where that MVP at? Uh, where the finals MVPs at? Because oh. I... <laughs> listen to me. You let Andre Iguodala steal your MVP, brother. And he got it on the back of somebody averaging a 40 triple double on him. Oh, my goodness. Don't do... Come, let's go, oh, let's bro. Don't on, do on. that. My Don't. bad. My bad. My bad. Hey, Steph, we love you, dog. We love you, Steph. Hey, but B Rose, you I ain't but B Rose, I ain't playing with you, B Rose. <laughs> Holla at your dog. Matter of fact, next week, next week on the sports desk, hit me, bro. Cause you know one thing, you want to know something? And I'm gonna say this and we're gonna move on. Yes, sir. Cause all you Jordan lovers, what if he had his finals MVPs? What you be saying? Well, all right now, Black. We getting a little too deep. Cause somebody told me I was I was formally told that finals MVP way, way more than regular season MVPs. Oh. Black, black, you getting a little too deep. You getting a little too deep. We don't want to have that conversation now, Black. We got to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. Yes, we do. All right, let's go ahead and move on. Black was trying to take us there, but I wasn't going to let him do it. Oh, you thought you had me, didn't you, Black? 
All right, let's get to these Chicago's finals with the Miami Heat at this current junction. They are getting ready to play at the recording of the show. They're up two games to one against the Boston Celtics. Game four, getting ready to take place in about two hours or so. So we're ahead of this thing a little bit, but let's go ahead and just go right back, man, to this past Saturday night. Black, you're talking about one of the most disappointing performances that I've seen in my playoff history. These guys, the Boston Celtics, everybody was chit-chatting after their game to win. Boy, they, they the team to beat. Boston Celtics going to win the championship. You heard it. I heard it. People texting my phone, man. Boston the team to beat, man. The Miami Heat, they just overmatched. And boy, oh boy. <laughs> That Miami Heat grit, that Miami Heat grind was on display, mm. and they ran them boys at their own building. Bam out of bio said, Y'all boys come down here and get this work. <laughs> the three point shooting was fantastic. Jimmy Butler didn't even play in the second half. I got some uh, thoughts about that. Jimmy Butler didn't play in the second half. And the pre-superstar Jason Tatum mm. fell flat on his face. Flat. I'm going to keep it real right here right now. I flat love line. Tatum. Love Tatum. Love his game. But the real <laughs> dog on that team is Jalen Brown. <laughs> that boy, he don't. Look, Tatum, when you watch Tatum play, does he like he play with passion to you? Does he look like he played with that type you know, of? Does he look like he played with that raw? You know the thing for me, D, and you and you may agree with me, and you you may not. When we looking at these dogs, bro, I mean yeah. these dudes. Yeah. And I told I told Kurt this. I told Kurt. I said, bro, when you look at them dogs, I said Jason Tatum just ain't you don't look doing like one. it. I said, bro. I said, look at look at some of the players that we look at. Look at superstar players, dogs like guys who just yeah. go and get that. Go and get that. Butler. Yeah, he do too much dribbling, bro. He be sweet out there, don't he? Listen to me, bro. This is look at bro. We in the conference finals, bro. Finals for a chance. Lee, get you one off. Yeah, and then hit whatever you gotta Ooh. hit, bro. Hoop, bro. Jade. It was it was some shots in that game. I ain't Jalen Brown didn't even dribble the ball, bro. Caught that much, and Yaka. it's up. <laughs> I think that's what's missing from, and you said it's you said it could potentially be something holding him back. I think that's what it is, D. It is. I don't think he became a dog yet. As far as offensively, he want to create and do too much when he don't have to. He's he too gifted. He don't have you to. You let do that no you more. let Marcus Smart and your point guard, whoever, set you up, bro. You don't, Jason. You six nine out here, bro. And long. And when they putting little Vincent or uh, Lowry on you, you would be. And you getting the ball stripped because you want to dribble and spin and do Come Cut on, it out. bro. Cut it out. Cut it out. You can't have as many turnovers as you have points. You just can't do it. You can't. Not at this time of year. This is not the time for that. Say that for the regular season, bro. Say that for the All-Star game, my G. I'm just like, man, I can't believe it. I feel... I. And, and and I know we 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 talking now. They playing tonight. I you got to really think about. He been hearing it for. He been hearing it for a day. So you got to assume he gonna come out killing tonight. You gotta assume that he gonna come gotta out assume. and kill tonight. But the moments like this, bro, you have to show 
up and show out. You can't have duds, man. Not there. You can't have duds. First game back at home. You can't. You can't do that. And I mean, bro, I'm watching the game. I was standing at work all day. Soon as I hit cut on my TV to ABC, you can see the energy off the screen. I mean, just gyrating. And Miami said, okay, Miami came out that thing. When they went up 20 to 4, I said, it's going to be a long night. <laughs> it's going to it be was. a long night. Yeah. <laughs> but Jason Tatum, he got to get it together. I love what I'm seeing. I love what I'm seeing from Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart. They doing what they need to do. They have to. 20 turnovers ain't going to cut Cannot it. Cannot do it. Not in the conference finals. Cannot do it. You're going to lose every game doing that. You're not a great shooting team to have that many turnovers. No. The Warriors can turn the ball over because you're a great shooting team. Mm -hmm. They can get them back in it they quickly. They can get back. They can get back. Yeah. But you can't. 20 turnovers is not going to cut it. You cannot do that. So I need to see more urgency for them, D. I need I, more I urgency. Yeah, Miami, shout out to you. You came and did what you're supposed to do. Let me tell you something. <laughs> This going seven. I'm, I'm gonna be shocked yeah, if yeah, it won't. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll be shocked if it if, yeah, yeah, if it yeah. don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that game seven in South Beach, it's gonna feel like World War Two, bro. You gonna be able to feel it in Jacksonville. Yeah, the body's gonna be hitting the floor for sure. I mean, that thing gonna be on fire, <laughs> fire <laughs> down in South Beach, my boy. Yeah, chance to go to the finals, man. Boston. Miami responded, it's your time to respond. In a couple hours. <laughs> I need to see it. Because this series, we expected fireworks from this. I don't need to see nobody going home in five or six, bruh. No. We, we knew this was going to be a bloodbath. We said it. If, if y'all met, it was going to be a bloodbath. We had been saying it if they was to meet. PJ, PJ Tucker, shout out to you, bruh. Shout out to you. A rider. Ain't Kyle Lowry, man. You causing Jason Tatum to have problems. He about ready to fight you, bro. <laughs> he about ready to fight you because he don't understand. Yeah. But you done been doing this for a minute. And you're a champion. And you done got it the best of the best. And you're a champion. So shout out to Miami on a great win, man. Looking forward to the night, D. Yeah. I'm, I'm expecting this one to be a good one. Yeah, it just was a dud, man. I fully expected Boston to be up two games and one right now. I really did. I mean, man, you had talked early, and I felt like Boston was going to win by 20. <laughs> I thought the energy in the building was going to be through the roof. I you, thought Tatum was going to have 30 to 35. I thought Brown was going to have probably another 25 to 30. I just thought the role players would get involved. Uh, Marcus, Spark, Marcus Smart tried to do a fake injury and inspire the team. Roll his ankle. He all in the back. And you want to run off. Come on, Marcus. Before I could get it out of my mouth, you said blowout. Yeah, bro. I just felt like it was. Boy. It was a blowout, all right? Yeah, it was. It was a blowout, all right? But they Boston, came back. They but came back, but it wasn't enough. It wasn't. It wasn't enough. Like, they didn't even look like the defensive team that they had been all playoffs. No. Let me tell you something, man. When they beat Milwaukee and they sent Giannis home, when they sent Giannis home, I said to myself, I said, man, what? these boys, they going to end up going to the finals. But they ain't going to go to the finals doing nothing like this. So let's put up a shut-up time. Boston got to win this game tonight. They can't drop two at home. Yeah. 3-1 going back to South Beach. Take care of the basketball tonight. Stop please. turning it over. Um, uh, what's my man's name? Jalen Rose said something uh, post-game. He said, you can see the writing on the wall at the beginning of the game. They had six turnovers in the first quarter. Can't take care of the rock. And you hit it on the head black. Jason Tatum, he got to stop acting like he at Rucker Park. <laughs> Put that ball on the ground, tuck that thing, get to the rack, 
two moves, pull up, do whatever you need to do. Come off the pit, catch, and shoot. Do what you need to do, bro. This is your time. Jason uh, uh, Tatum can get to the finals. Boston can win the second. He could be a finals MVP at 24. <laughs> the last person to do that, you know what his name was? You know what his name was? Bean. <laughs> Let's make it happen, man. Now, I think Boston's going to win this in seven. Well, real quick before we go, I mean, Kobe didn't win finals MVP, but I'm just saying on this stage. On the stage. A on young stage, man. Yeah. A young man taking over in the finals. He arguably could have won finals Regardless MVP. of who he played with. Yeah, he could have he he could have won finals MVP, but I'm just saying on that stage to be that young? Yeah. I'ma say this black and I'm gonna I i want to know what you think. I don't think Jimmy Butler had any issue. Jimmy Butler for some reason started to look disengaged in the second quarter. Jimmy Butler seemed like he was bothered by something. He wasn't engaged in the huddle like that in the second quarter. Rumor in you in the whiz, he felt like he sat too long. Spolstra held him out in the game too long, and he had a problem with that. You want to know what I think, Black? I think Jimmy Butler calls a scene in the locker room at halftime. And I think Eric Spolstra says, stay back here. That's what I think happened. Mm. Jimmy Butler is known. Yeah, I, I did. Yeah, okay. Jimmy Butler is known for being irresponsible with his passion at times. What do you want to win, bro? Because he didn't. I ain't hating on that. I ain't mad at that. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. The way he goes about it, you can't roll over the head coach. Well, we didn't seen that, bro. No, 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 we no, no, we no, didn't no, seen no, this before, no, 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 bro. No, 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 we ain't seen what we seen in March when Jimmy Butler cussed like Eric Spoelstra and told him he'll beat him up on the sideline. You ever seen that? Tell me when. We ain't never seen that, bro. That's but we didn't we didn't see Spolcher get into it with players, no, bro. No, I ain't you missing what I'm saying. I'm talking about on the disrespectful end. No okay. matter how passionate you are, you don't disrespect the head coach. You okay. just don't. Okay. Passion, I'm with that. Mm-hmm. Fire, I'm with that. We've seen it on the sideline plenty of times. But disrespect. That's why Udonis Haslam was mad like he was, because Jimmy was wrong. He was disrespecting Spolstra. It wasn't about basketball. Mm. That's where I'm at with it. I ain't talking about the fury. I love that. You know, come on now. Yeah, I got you. But I got me you. though, I got a funny feeling. Funny feeling. It was more than what the Heat let on because Jimmy didn't even come back out to the bench. He didn't. He didn't. What kind of treatment or what kind of stuff could he have gotten? And you always see players, you know if they hurt, they always come they back come out. They come back, right? Yeah, they always come back out. Didn't see Jimmy. That's just my theory. Uh-huh. I got you. Yeah. I, I heard you. a little bit of it, but they say the Heat are doing a good job of keeping it down, keeping it down. That's kind of strange, right? Mm-hmm. Conference final? Conference final? Knee inflammation? I'm just saying. Didn't seem weird to you? Seemed like he was playing good to me. Seemed like he was just fine. <laughs> so that's just my theory. And we'll see if it's something that we'll see. Jimmy came out yesterday but, after practice, said he was good, and but, he was going to be playing but tonight. on a past previous episode, we did say if those type of moments that we've seen in March, could that potentially wind up in, in some, some form of fashion in the playoffs. And let me tell you something. In the, trying to get to a finals, bro, in the, conference, in the conference finals, you can't be having if – if that is if the that's case, the issue. you can't have that. No. But – in the midst of all of that going on, if it was that, Miami still was resilient. 
Yeah, they held on. They held on. They held, they held on. on. But they won't win this but series. let me... <sighs> Without, no, they won't win this series. Well, he playing tonight. I'm he just saying, if, it, if it's internal in that locker room, this your best player. This your best player. Yeah. I'm going to ask you this, and we'll move on. Do you think an issue between yourself and another player, let's say you're the head coach, okay? Let's say you got a young player, and he disrespects you disrespects you mm-hmm. in front of a crowd it became a scene on the sideline do you think you will be able to fully get over it because you think that player has been was being passionate about the moment or would you just come to work and do your job and be a professional but still have an eye on that player who disrespected you oh no but most definitely we're gonna get into it and of course of course you're gonna keep somebody disrespecting you of course you're gonna have a close eye but at the same time these type these type of moments we've seen before in my opinion d we've okay. seen before we've seen coaches and players get into it disrespectfully or out of passion whatever okay. it was okay and and seems found some type of way of some type of way to wind up on top or be able to get to where they need to go. Okay. So if it's if it's more than what you saying at a at a space where like nah, bro, what happened in March? I ain't letting that ride again. Okay, so if Jimmy really being that disrespectful guy, not on a not in a professional way, you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not being professional, then something's wrong with that. Yeah. I'm something's just saying something. Some, I don't know that to be true. No one has. If reported, that is the case, no one has reported. But I found it odd. That they came out and said knee inflammation. Okay, if he did, okay, all right, all right. It's a long season. Mm-hmm. But he didn't show his face. He went on the sideline to support the team. What kind of treatment could he have done for knee inflammation that he couldn't have done sitting on the bench? But he had the same thing in the Miami series, too, when he missed that game. Yeah, or the, it was knee inflammation. I mean, no, against the Sixers. But where was he? He didn't play. Yeah, but where was he? I'm saying, what you mean where he was? He was there, right? Yeah, he was there. Sideline, right? Yeah. Being supportive right of his team. Of course. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I got you. That's all I I'm got saying. You. I so got just you. something to watch. Just something to watch. Okay. I could be dead wrong. I could be talking out the side of my neck, but I found it strange. I just found it strange that he just wasn't available. Okay. To support his team. Got That's you. it. All right, last but not least, man. What? 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 Los Angeles Lakers coaching job. Okay? We're not talking about LeBron. Not, no, 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 no. This thing is getting kind of crazy, man, for this Lakers job. Now, I ain't going to lie to you, Black. This job is not attractive. Even with LeBron James being on your team. The cap is trash. You got the, the, the discombobulation that happened last year. The Russell Westbrook cap, $47 million. It's ugly. You got a whole bunch of old head, one and done guys running around. It's not attractive. Jawan Howard turned down a chance to interview for this job. Michigan head basketball coach. He turned down a chance to interview mm. for the job. Him and his wife came out yesterday and say Michigan is where they want to be. This is the Lakers. In December in LA, it's 70 degrees. Palm trees and not an inch of snow. And Ann Arbor, that thing brick. <laughs> he t- and when I read that yesterday, I was like, wait a minute, what? He he didn't even want to interview. And then we got the finalist names yesterday. Terry Starts. 
Darvin Ham, and some other guy. None of the names that I wanted to be even considered to be finalists are nowhere near this. What is the Los Angeles Lakers head coaching job turned into, Black? There's only one thing that I think can fix this. Genie Bus need to get in the mirror and say somehow, some way, look Kurt Rambis and his wife in the eyes and say, hit the bricks. <laughs> she needs to tell Rob Palinka, hey buddy, it's on you. Stop taking calls from Magic Johnson and the rent. Stop. Stop, Genie. You gotta get these people from around you and in your ear. Kirk Grammar should not be helping coach nothing. <laughs> and you know what worries me now, Black? She's brought Phil back in. Oh, Lord. Phil Jackson is now an advisor for the Los Angeles Lakers. And you know the main reason why LeBron James ain't wanted to go to New York? Because Phil Jackson had a problem with LeBron James and his posse. Rolling the way that they do. You think LeBron James feels good about knowing that Phil Jackson's going to be in the building around him? And this organization? I don't think so. Something to watch. This Lakers job is now a laughing situation. Wow. Terry Stotts. And not to say nothing against Darvin Ham. He deserves a shot. But I ain't going to lie to y'all. I don't want him as my head coach. Why we can't get none of these assistants from the Warriors? Why we can't get none of these assistants from the from somewhere? <laughs> it's sad. It's tough. It's tough. Like, what are your thoughts on just the the search on trying to get a head coach and knowing that Terry Stotts could be a head coach another week or two, man? Well, I'm just gonna say this off top. Excuse my language, but it's a shit show. My God. That's exactly what it is. My God. It's a shit show, bro. And we sitting here, we haven't had this conversation about the Lakers head coaching job. We ain't talking about the team. We talking about the head coach. Head coach. Guys should be drooling at this job, but they're not. They're not. They're not. And I don't even think it got nothing to do with the players. I think it's had more to do with the front damn office. Oh, my goodness. Like this is just a laughing stock, man, to see this going on. And I'm like, I'm and, and I'm all I'm all for upcoming coach because we seeing it this year. You seeing you you seeing the guy uh, the coach from Boston. I mean, you seeing what Jason Kidd been going so long. It seems like he's a new coach, but you see what he's doing with the Mavs. That's who should have been the Lakers coach, in my opinion. But that's neither here or there. I just want to. I just want us to get a well capable coach in here. Get a well capable coach in here to change the culture of this team. To change what we're doing. The Atkins guy from from the Warriors, like you said, why his name? Why he ain't one of the finalists? Why he ain't? Probably but Mac Brown, Brown can go out here and go get the Sacramento job. Why we won't just scoop up old Atkins from the Warriors? Let him come to the Lakers and coach. I don't know nothing about the guy, but he coached with the Warriors, so he got to be come from a winning he, program. He come from a winning way, and then Steve Kerr is not a bad coach; he's a good coach. Sad, bro. 
I did. I'm, I'm, I'm just. I'm hating that we even got to talk about this, bro. And, and 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 I could just see now. I could just see it now. They're gonna name somebody, and we gonna be like, "What the hell? What the hell?" But like you said, don't don't let things get. Don't let that front office mess things up with the players on the court. We ain't gonna say no names. Don't let. Don't mess some stuff up now, because people gonna start waving trade clauses. They got to figure this out. They need to get it right because we don't want to be talking about the Lakers in this light. They don't want to be talking about them like this. Historic franchise and we talking about who the head coach going to be in and some of the bums they could potentially hire. Or coaches not wanting the job because of the front office. Like you say, Jeannie Buss needs to take a long look. Bro, stop thinking, stop thinking about who the hell you laying in the bed with. Oh, my goodness. And get the job damn done. Everything D just said, Jeannie, you got to figure this out. Rob Polinka, you need to stop hiding behind them bleachers <laughs> and come out and do something. Oh, my God. Man's on fire. We shouldn't be sitting here having this conversation about the Lakers. No. I don't want to hear from, I don't want to hear from Magic. I don't want to, I don't want to hear from Magic, none of y'all. Magic, Magic. I, I need, we need a coach, a good coach. Let LeBron these guys get a good coach. They need a good coach. LeBron ain't never had a great coach. Him and Eric Spolcher grew together. They did. He ain't never had a good coach. And there's not many great coaches in this league, but it's a lot of up-and-coming coaches. Look at the look at, look at the uh the Memphis Grizzlies coach. I ain't never heard of that guy in my life, but he seemed like he a great coach. Got it together. Minnesota Timberwolves head coach. Yeah, they seem like they great coaches, D. Mm -hmm. Even even the guy from Utah, who used to coach Missouri Snyder. in college. Snyder. He look Y'all interview him? What happened with that? Willie Green from the Pelicans. Like, what's, look at these nice, young, up-and-coming coaches. Why can't the Lakers just get one of these guys? Why can't we? Coach of the year told the Lakers he didn't want to play for them. He didn't want to coach for them. He went to the Suns. It's just off of me. I hate that we got to have this conversation about that head coaching L.A. Lakers job. <laughs> I'm going to say this, man. We're going to wrap this thing up. And, I, and I, I mean this. I really do. I really do mean this, what I'm about to say. This is not nothing that I just thought about. I actually been thinking about this for the last couple of days. I really have. LeBron should ask for a trade. Uh, hey, come hold, on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. LeBron has never, ever not fulfilled a contract. Right? 19 years. He's never at. Hold on, bro. He's never asked for a trade. Hear me out. These are LeBron's final years in the league. Are they not? They are. Maybe yeah. the next two years. Maybe we get two more years of LeBron. Because we know he's aiming to uh, get Kareem record. And once he get that this year, I don't know what he has to stay for. What he got to stay for? At this point, his legacy is cemented. Is it not? Yeah. What more can LeBron do to add to his legacy? What? What can he do on the basketball floor that will make you say, "Geez"? Now I need to think, rethink LeBron's legacy. What can he do? Nothing in my book. He did everything to me. And LeBron James should ask for a trade. He can't keep moving Russell around. Russell, why not? You know what LeBron James averaged this year? Thirty-eight and eight, finished second in the scoring title. You think he got something to offer? The log. If Genie Bus can't get right. If, he, if she can't get right 
I think LeBron James should demand a trade. There's a few spots out there where LeBron Cole can go and contribute. There's a few spots out there. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see this for. I ain't want to see this for Kobe, but I knew Kobe wasn't going nowhere because he LA everything. But this right here, I know LeBron ain't gonna leave, but I'm just saying what I'm just saying, bro. This is trash. Anthony Davis, they need to trade him. If you're gonna keep LeBron, trade AD. Trade him. And keep Westbrook? Yep. I ain't done. <laughs> Somebody out there will take that Russell Westbrook contract. Because they want to put butts in their seats. There's a nice nucleus out there with the Indiana Pacers. Somebody call them and see if they want to holler at Westbrook. And see if we can get Buddy here and, and, and everybody else out there who got who they got the offer. Go on, somebody call them. See if we can get some bonus. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. And I, I'm a Laker fan. Purple and gold. Even when LeBron leave, I'm still going to be out there in La La Land. But if I'm LeBron James, Mav Carter, and his camp, due to the fact that Phil Jackson is in the building, I would highly, highly reevaluate my career and have the possibilities with the conversations with Jeannie Buss saying, hey, this thing ain't going in the right direction. We need to have a conversation at least and figure out what we can do here. Because if we can't do anything, it might be time for me to go. I'm just going to put that out there. That's just my opinion. What you got, Black? Man. <laughs> I love LeBron, but I just feel like he got to stick it out. Why? Because he can't keep moving, D. Why? He can't keep moving He fulfilled around. his obligations? He has. Everywhere he's been, he has. But I'm just no more moving, bro, for me. Okay, that's fine. No more moving. But you wouldn't be mad if your phone went off right now. <laughs> And they told you LeBron was going somewhere where a team was just on the cusp. You shake your head. What if he went to Dallas? You shake your head. <laughs> if that thing came through, said the Lakers trade LeBron James to the Dallas Magic for Reggie, no points, Bullock, Fanny <laughs> Smith, Tim Hardaway Jr., and Bronson, you will pack your bags and you'll be headed no. to Dallas by the morning time. <laughs> Oh. Okay then. <laughs> Don't sit up here and tell me otherwise. I know for a fact you'll be out there hollering at Luca my first thing in the morning talking about the king guys. <laughs> the king guy. Don't get the set up out there. All right. I thought so. <laughs> All right, y'all. So it's gonna wrap up this episode, man, of the sports desk, episode 177. Fun show, man. We had a lot of rapid, hot takes, man, and uh we love to hear from y'all. Love to hear from y'all, man. What do y'all think about what we talked about today? The Superstars conversation, the Nick Saban dialogue, uh, what we had to say about the playoffs, man. Brandon Rose, again, invitation is on the desk. It's open. It's open. What the, Whatever time slot you need, sir, we got you. Let's have a conversation and stop ducking your boy. That's right. Love you like a brother. But I want you on the sports desk. Just ask my dog. What's my dog name? <laughs> Tavares. Shout out my dog, Tavares, man. All right, B-Rose, holla at your boy. Hey, man, y'all be cool. Y'all be safe. Y'all take care of yourselves, man. Appreciate all the support, all the love. Tell a friend, tell a friend to tell a friend. There's a new sports show in town.
Well, we've been around, but we might be new to someone else. Tell your uncle, tell your goddaddy, tell your auntie, tell your homeboy, tell your homegirl, tell your wife, tell your side chick, tell whoever you need to talk to. That if you want to get some raw sports, man, and go on and listen to DM Black, man. They on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, and most importantly, Bandcamp. <laughs> Black. Yeah, man. Appreciate all the love and support, man, that we get. Y'all keep rocking with us, man. Y'all keep y'all keep pressing play. We yep. gonna keep giving y'all that great content every every week. Appreciate of- appreciate y'all. Uh, that's it. I'm good. Yeah, man. A lot of stuff coming, man. We're gonna get this YouTube off and running. We're gonna make some announcements, man. College football coming back around, man. We'll be introducing some new content coming from you guys here at the Sports Desk. All right. So y'all be cool. Like I said, take care of yourselves, man. We'll see y'all back next week. Unless there's some breaking news on episode 178. Sports Desk.